Hi fam, I'm Katie. And this is Ginny. And we are the Gabby Girls. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Gabby Girls, episode 24, which means six months of content. How are you today, Virginia? I'm so good. That's pretty crazy. So crazy. Silly, as you would say. Silly even. Yeah. Like six months. Yeah. And to think that we started back when I was living in Philly, you were coming out of <laughs> a, depression, a depressive yeah, state. <laughs> yeah. A whole lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's pretty crazy to just look at where we're at. And um, I don't know. It's It's so cool. Very proud of us. Me too. It's also really fun to have, I don't know, all the change like documented. Like you can hear mm-hmm. the change in us, you know, as the episodes progress. Hard to listen to the first couple. I won't lie. <laughs> yeah. All of them are hard for me to listen mm-hmm. to, honestly. <laughs> I don't usually listen. <laughs> After I'm done editing, I don't listen because it's just, it's very difficult. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm sure other people who do this feel the same way. Like I've heard enough. Yeah. And like, I don't know, you just critique yourself and you're just like, I'm so cringe. And you know, it's just, I don't know. I notice one eye is bigger than the other and it's just terrible. So. Oh, the video has been hard for me. I'm like, I have a crooked smile. I don't need to be judging my, I don't need to see myself like this. (laughs) I am in the same boat. It's not for me to see. Mm -mm. I sometimes close the laptop screen so I can just hear because I just, I judge myself so hard sometimes and it's just not productive. Yeah. Ooh, but it's okay. Yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> a little exposure it. therapy is good. <laughs> it'll yeah, it'll make us stronger in the end, right? <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so you're back in New Hampshire. How was your trip to DC, and how was your travel back? It was good. So we ended up going to DC. So my sister lives in Arlington. We went to DC on Monday and did like the botanic gardens, botanical, botanic. Botanical. Botanical. Yeah. Um, We did that and then went to this really cool art exhibit. It's called like Mm. the place is called the Art Tech House. So it's all like tech art Mm -hmm. stuff. And it was it was very fun to do that. Um, It was a little smaller than I was anticipating, but still cool. Super immersive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we walked in and like the first exhibit is this room with projections of this like changing art thing. (laughs) And we probably Mm -hmm. sat there for 30 minutes just watching it because it's like on the walls and the floor and it's really, it was very cool. That's super Um, cool. Yeah. It was really interesting. And then travel was good. It was pretty easy. I mean, you know me, I slept on the plane. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Got a good nap in. (laughs) It was good. Oh, one thing we wanted to talk about last time that we didn't, uh, we had mentioned that, you know, living in Lebanon, New Hampshire, there is no close um, airport. Like the closest airport oh. is Manchester or Logan. And so that's mm-hmm. like hour and a half or two and a half hours two. away. And so everything is an ordeal. <laughs> right. So like my travel there, I can't believe I didn't mention this last time. Um, but yeah, so my, tri- my trip there was... Like my flight was at 940. I had to leave the house at four o'clock because I had to take, well, I left it, I guess I left at 420, but I had to take the five o'clock bus to get there. 
by around eight. Like it's a long ride in the morning because there's traffic in Boston and it's all yeah. already two hours away. So then it's like, even, and it's an hour flight. Like even an hour long flight is still like a six a hour deal. Eight hour yes. even, because I think I was all picked up and ready to go at like 12 or something. Yeah. Um, no, 1130 like, maybe. I don't know. When I used to live in Philly, I was always caught between driving or flying because they were the same amount of time. It was just if I wanted to deal with people or if I wanted to drive, you know, and it right. I, I always opted for driving because at least I had more control. Like I've had so many flights coming out of Philly be um, delayed. And so then it even adds more time and then you miss the bus or then my dad would have to drive and pick me up. And it just, it is just very difficult living so far away from an airport. Right. And waiting for the bus is the worst because you're either making perfect timing. Like, you know, it's within the hour of you getting off your flight. Sometimes it's like 10 minutes and you need to sprint mm -hmm. or it's not for another two hours. And you're like, well, I guess I'll just sit around, and read a book. It's yeah, crazy. That's it's when you're coming miss. back. Like, I don't mind, honestly, I don't mind taking the bus to the airport, but it's always the way back that I'm like, just get me home. Yeah. I, I don't like it regardless. It feels, yeah. it's just too long. If it was shorter. It's too much. Yeah. It, I, I didn't know luxury until living in Philly when I was 15 minutes away from the airport. Like, right. <clears throat> that's how I felt My in Tampa too. Changed. Like it was so easy. I could take an Uber, like no planning required. <laughs> right. I, I know. I, yeah, I'm sorry. You have to deal with that because it's such a pain in the ass. It's all right. I just put my headphones in. Mm -hmm. Deal with it. And let it ride. Yeah. I just yeah. don't even think about it, but it is, <laughs> it is crazy for people who are visiting too. And they're like, Oh, it's a quick flight. I'm like, it's a quick flight, but it's not a quick trip. Like, the flight is shorter than the ride to yes. home. Yes. Usually. Right? Like it's wild. Yeah. yeah it is wild. Mm -hmm. It's so annoying. It's crazy that we like grew up like that. <laughs> I know. Like it feels normal, but then, you know, you go somewhere else and you get off the, get off the plane. And you're like 10 minutes from your destination. You're like, wow, what a luxury. Right. I would be flying every day. <laughs> I know. I'd go everywhere. <laughs> I'd be flying for lunch. <laughs> Why Wait, not? I just thought, um, they are, there's a prototype plane right now that can get from New York to London in 90 minutes and it's going to have what? its first flight. And I am just like, okay, the future of travel is here. Thank God. 90 minutes. It takes longer for us to get to, to drive to, to the, the airport. airport. <laughs> we can fly to London in less time. Yes. Whoa. That is going to – cause I'm – you know, in my older – I used to not care about long flights, but now in my older age, I really – it just bothers me. I'm not comfortable. I do not like being near people. The food sucks. Like, I, I guess my tolerance has just really gone down. And, I, like, over six hours, I am not – like, I just – I don't want to do it. Going to Europe is worth it, but it, the flight back from London is usually, like, eight or nine hours, and that is just such a bummer. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a long time. Mm, I have like a long time. I have a trip coming up, which we'll discuss after, but mm -hmm. it's a 13 hour flight. Yeah. That's a long time. Mm -hmm. it's, it's direct, right? Um, oh, no. well that 13 hours is direct, but then you go I to, have, are you going to Qatar? No, I fly to Tokyo. Oh, wow. Okay. And then another, one more flight from there. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So mm, that'll be interesting. It's yeah. It's 
it was rough for me. I did 16 hours to China once and it was just rough. I was just up and just pacing the plane. I just was walking. <laughs> yeah, it's just a long time. Like I can't even I've done long car rides, so I'm hoping I can just yep. channel that. You know, <laughs> I did mm-hmm. that, I could do this. <laughs> yeah. What I did is I literally just downloaded like Real Housewives episodes and I just mm. was like, your one job is to get through a season. Push. <laughs> like <laughs> Right. Hopefully I just sleep. Sixteen hours? I know, it's a, hours? it's a long time. It's a long time to be sleeping. I've done it before. You better, you better take an Ambien or something. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was like, I should maybe take something. Uh, boy takes Xanax before because he says you get the best sleep of your life. And so then he wakes up refreshed. He's not groggy. He's just like, all right. Ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. We'll see. I haven't really, I've been trying honestly not to think about the travel because I'm like, well, I'll just Rough. deal with it when I get there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Bring snacks too. <laughs> oh yeah. Wait. So on my, that just reminded me on my way to Arlington when I took the bus in the morning, early in the morning last week. Mm-hmm. So the Dartmouth coach was full packed and there was a woman sitting next to me snacking the whole time. Like it's five o'clock in the morning. Why are you eating like Cheez-Its, peanuts, Whoa. granola bars. Yeah. And I, I was pretty much asleep on the bus, but I kept waking up and hearing her like open the next snack. I was like, good for her. She's so prepared. Wow. That is yeah. definitely like boredom eating. Right. And like that early. Yeah. No, I guarantee if you asked her like, or like stress, like maybe she had a, she had a flight she was nervous for or something. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But it would like if you had asked her like after the flight like how many snacks do you think you just consume like she probably would have been like I don't know a few and it's like no fifteen <laughs> right I thought of, I was thinking about that I'm like I wouldn't I would never ask like why are you eating so many snacks or something like that but I was thinking but it why like, why are you eating so many snacks yeah like what do you do on a regular like Thursday morning yeah I want to see the your same, daily routine the yeah. same are you just stuff eating all day. Maybe some people do. Maybe, yeah. I, when I used to work in the office, I definitely would boredom snack more. I think See, just because like, it was like an excuse to move, and so I would just go up to the fridge and get an applesauce, and then twenty minutes later, I'd get up and get hummus and chips, and you know, like and they, a cheese stick, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's a reason yeah. to like walk around, and then like, maybe you'll talk to someone, and, <laughs> and just like I was tired of pretending to have work to do, and so I just was like, I will feed myself instead. Snack time. <laughs> are you a snacker um yes and what's yes. a snack what's like a regular snack for you and what time um well it has to be wet <laughs> as we know <laughs> so Cat. i've been really big really big into the applesauce packets these days mm-hmm. um and they make like big size ones for adults so they're nice so that's um, it that's all you'll have for a snack is just like a big applesauce or do you accompany that, that with something no that'll be it that'll be like one snack okay i do cheese and crackers um, I eat hummus sometimes, but I'm weird about the aftertaste. So it has to be the right hummus or I have to be in the right mood or I'll make the hummus. Um, I've been in a, like a yogurt and fruit kick. So I've been doing like strawberries and blueberries and yogurt and granola. Um, that's like kind of it. And then at night, my one snack is, um, cheddar popcorn, like smart food. That's like my every night I have that, like a bowl of that. <laughs> like the white cheddar? Mm-hmm. So banging. It is really good. It's really it's like good. Wait, snack. I had my, I went to like a Christmas party last night. We had a Yankee swap and I won this like popcorn. Calling it a popcorn maker is a stretch. 
it's like that bowl that you can put the kernels in and then you put it in the microwave and it cooks perfectly. Oh, okay. So I won that and it came with like five or six different flavors. It's like oils oh, yeah. that you put in there. I'm pretty excited. That's pretty cool. I wow. love popcorn. I do too. I It's such a good snack. It's so good. It's crunchy. Like mm. I just think I like the crunch. <laughs> Yeah. And it's like a lot go- or a small amount goes a long way. So you mm-hmm. don't feel guilty eating it. Yeah. Boy, like, um, I never boy feel don't... bad after like my stomach. I never feel bad after I eat popcorn. No. Yeah. Must have at the movies. <laughs> yes. Cause that's not <laughs> real butter. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boyd, um, he'll make it in like a pot, you know, on mm-hmm. the stove, on the stove and s- and so he'll put like real butter and a little bit of olive oil and like good salt. And so that's like one of our favorite snacks too is when he'll make it. Mm, that sounds so good. Do you remember? Wait. Go. Okay. I saw this bowl um, on on Common Goods because I am really behind mm-hmm. on my Christmas shopping, but we'll talk about that in a minute. And it has like this thing on the bottom where it has holes. So like the kernels will fall through. So you don't ever have to like grab They kernels. sort themselves out. Yeah, but it's fucking sold out until March. But I was like, this would be the perfect gift for Boyd. I was literally, I, I like jumped. I was like, oh, that's genius. I feel exists. like you could make one. I, you totally could. I literally got Sculpey today. Maybe I should try that. Yeah, you could make one. Like get a get a nice bowl. You can like drill some holes in the bottom of it or something. Yeah, or no, like it's literally just like a little insert. It had little legs. Oh, so it's just like a little a- insert that goes inside of the bowl. Yeah, so oh. I could just make it out of Sculpey, roll it out, poke holes in it, make some legs, you know, and then just put it yep. in any bowl. Oh, my God. You're a genius. Man. Love that. <laughs> and also, homemade gift goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially that because, like, that's a, almost a daily use thing. <laughs> Wait, do you remember that popcorn that – I'm sure this is still a thing, but I just haven't seen it in a long time. It comes in, like – a tin and it has tin foil over it and you put it on the stove and cook it that way and it just like puffs up like a big bag oh i've i know what you're talking about i don't think i've ever eaten it i have some funny memories with it like my aunt pat she always used to burn it every time without Mm. fail and it's like why are we buying this why can't we just get a bag (laughs) (laughs) or put it in a pot (laughs) right right (laughs) wait do you like sweet popcorn so do you like like cracker jacks and stuff like that no, because I don't really like caramel. I do like sweet popcorn, but I don't like Cracker Jacks. Like I love okay. kettle corn and things like that, but mm. not coated. Like chocolate covered popcorn, no. Yeah, I agree. Like I like a drizzle. I don't know. Cracker Jacks are very nostalgic for me. They're one of my dad's favorite snacks, so I can definitely get down with Cracker Jack, but it doesn't hit the way that it used to when I was a kid. Yeah, I don't like how it gets stuck in my teeth, which popcorn already mm-hmm. gets stuck in my teeth, so it's like I don't need mm-hmm. any yeah. more help with that. Yeah. I really um I want to like mix marshmallow with um popcorn. I think that would be a good Christmas. Like a rice treat. crispy but with popcorn. With popcorn. Yeah, and keep it moist, wow. you know, like not let it get dry. They make those like popcorn balls. Yeah, but let's be real. And what are those made out of? Is it marshmallow? I'm sure, but yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Probably probably with other stuff. Interesting. Do you like rice cakes? I do. I love that. Do you? Mm-hmm. I can totally see that. <laughs> <laughs> Always have. I like the flavored ones, though. <laughs> I like the, the sugary ones because they're so good. They're also good, like chocolate rice cakes with a little bit of peanut butter and a banana. Wow. Um, then, like the lightly salted ones, you can do like avocado, hummus, mm-hmm. anything you want. Apples on rice cakes. 
amazing peanut butter. I have have been out on avocados for a while now. Really? They are just, yeah, just, they're always bad. Like, you know when you open it up and they smell like fruity? Yeah. I get one of that. Yeah, I'm out because I know it's I know something's wrong with it. Like if it if it like tastes like florally, I'm out because I just I can't handle it. And then if it's like stringy, no, it just we've stopped buying them. We were like on a big avocado kick for a while, and then just we couldn't get a good avocado, and so we just were out on them, hundred <laughs> percent. Man, that's a bummer because a good avocado is like wow, great. Yeah, I I, I yeah. eat a lot of avocados, like kind of quite a bit. I eat. A, I think I've mentioned this. I eat a, like a bagel most every day. <laughs> mm. um, I love bagels. And I also, I used to struggle with my eating and I would like, if I ate a bagel, I'd be like punishing myself. Now mm. I eat them every day because I love them and they're good for my brain, my mental health. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, but I do them different every day. And a lot of times I'll do like avocado and some other, some other veggies or whatever. And it's just so good. I feel so refreshed after. <laughs> I like, yeah, no, um, that's funny about the bagels. That's good that you do that. I just had my no. first bagel for the first time in probably a year today. Ironically. Wow. Yeah. How'd you have it and how was it? It was good. We went to um, a bagel place here and um, it was onion bagel, double toasted with cream cheese. Mm. All- how do you, how do you eat your bagel? Do you eat it together? Like the two pieces no. together or you pull no. it up? Do you, so you eat it in four. Yeah. Like because it's it so messy. Yeah, it's yeah. already so messy. You know, the mm-hmm. cream cheese is dripping down my hands, get under my nails. I was just like, ugh. Like, like I, it freaks I could me out it. when people eat it whole. Oh. Yeah, why would you do that? It's not a sandwich. Well, it could be a sandwich. Yeah, but if it's a sandwich, that's different. But if you're just doing cream cheese, that's not a sandwich. That's okay. just a spread. Okay, you know? I hear you. Yeah, but they put I, it together it, and then it's like, it squirts. Yeah, yeah, no. It's a mess. No. <laughs> it's a mess, Yeah. Like sometimes it's a mess even when you open it. <laughs> it was a mess for me today. I can tell you. <laughs> it was a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, uh, doing this. The if messiest. I could it, a fork and knife is good, you know. A fork and knife. <laughs> if I if psycho. I had it, I would have used it. I know, but I don't like touching it. I don't like touching food. It grosses me out. Oh my gosh! Wow. Okay, mm-hmm. I I do get that though. I used to not like being messy. Like I didn't like. If anything was touching my hands, I had to like wash them every time, you know? Yeah. Now I just, I just like when lean things in. get under my nails. Like that's what grosses me out. Like you can't have that <laughs> even for a minute. Mm, I don't like it. <laughs> okay. Um, when I, I lived in Tampa. <laughs> oh, it's okay. When I lived in Tampa, <laughs> we, at the diner that I worked at, we would always do like an egg sandwich and they'd put cream cheese on it sometimes, like a scallion mm. cream cheese. Wow. So I do that. I'll do that sometimes. Like, I mean, I'm not really eating eggs these days because I'm trying to minimize my rashes. Allergies. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, But like the cream cheese on an egg sandwich is so good, but it's, that's messy. Messy. So Um, messy because it's hot. When you worked at that diner, did you have to pay for food? Sometimes, like often they'd give us a meal, but for usually I think we just get 50% off. I think restaurants that make their staff pay for food are so fucking shysty. Because it's like doesn't cost them much to make it in the first place. Yeah. It's like different if there's someone who's like excessively eating and like there's one person who's a problem, then like you eliminate the problem. But like if someone's order, like, you know, for, I've worked like for a regular meal. That, 
Yeah, like or a salad, like with some chicken on it. Like, what does that cost you? Like, truly two dollars. You know, yeah. like, give it to me. <laughs> right, just feed me. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. Out here at working. that restaurant, Do you want me to be happy. <laughs> like, there were certain roles that if you were like if you were ex- expoing, you got a meal. If you were hosting, you got a meal. I was a server, so. I wasn't really getting the meals, I guess. But then they do like a food show every day where they're showing us mm-hmm. like new things or trying something or whatever. And then we'd get to eat that. But yeah, I, I agree. I feel like it should be free. Just given. And I've worked in kitchens where you can just order whatever you want from the menu, like before your shift when the when the staff are slow. Mm-hmm. Or I've worked and I've worked in kitchens where the chefs will make a staff meal. So like whether it's like spaghetti and meatballs and like a chafer and like a big garden salad. So like everyone gets their time to eat. Everyone eats the same and then they can't, you know, no one can complain. And I just feel like that's just such a, A, it makes me like you more as as an employee because I think you give a shit about me. It probably holds on to people way more. And it's just easier than people like scrounging around the kitchen because like, that's what I used to do. Yeah, I used like to an like, eat all the fries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's an incentive definitely to like want to be there. Yeah. And it sounds and small, but ever... it's not, it's not like small. a meal. Oh. Like, honestly, that could be someone's meal. The only meal for the day. Truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did you ever work at a restaurant that pooled tips? Yes. When I lived in Annapolis, we did. And it was really frustrating because they'd also have us come in at staggered times. Like if we were working brunch, we'd be staggered and then you're pulling tips and it's like, but I got here at seven and I opened this whole fucking place up and I've been serving now for two hours longer than you. Why are we splitting? Like that doesn't make, it doesn't. Oh, they wouldn't keep, they wouldn't no. equalize it. <gasps> That's a sin. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I guess like more and more restaurants are going towards the pooling method, which I just think is crazy absurd like i i remember when i worked at that diner we did not pull tips there but i remember seeing like some other servers who just weren't good and i I remember thinking like thank god that we don't have to have to do that because i don't want to split their tips yeah and especially like when i worked at the country club like i would have members who would specifically ask for me like I had relationships with these people for seven years. I want them to tip me because I know they're going to tip me way more than they're going to tip you. Like, right. And we're not splitting it. <laughs> it's no. for me. Yeah. No, I'll be generous with my tip out, but this is for me. I've yeah. put in the work here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I earned these relationships and these tips. Like, straight up. Yeah. Um, have you, how are you along on your Christmas shopping? Haven't even started. Oh my gosh. Are you stressed about it? No. Not really. I'll figure it out. I'm probably going to go shopping tomorrow or next weekend or something. Do you make a list of like what you're going to get for people or do you just like free ball it? No, I pretty much know what I'm going to get for people. And then I just go hunt it down. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. And then if I, so I probably should go shopping tomorrow because if I can't find the things I'm looking for, then I'll have to order them. Yeah. I keep a list and I start the list probably in... February or March. You're like my sister, literally Mrs. Claus. <laughs> like she already gave me because, my Christmas gift, and I'm like, I don't even have, I don't even have yours. Like what? <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I don't have them yet. I just have ideas for them because I, I like, you know, throughout the year, if Boyd, Boyd's so hard to gift for because Boyd will just buy himself whatever, and like this That's man me. does not he does not pinch a penny on himself. And so like, it's very hard to compete. So I have to think of things that are very outside the box to wow him. 
And so I have to keep a list all year round for like those little things that I know are just like, he's going to be like, oh my God, you remembered. And it's like, yeah, I did back in February. I wrote this down. Right. So if you hear him mention something, you'll write it down. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good or, way to do it. Mm-hmm. I, could, yeah. I should do something like that. <laughs> it makes it a lot easier because then I can just like see it listed out. I don't want to show yours. Um, I list, I can see it listed out and it's like, okay. And then I'll write like ordered or I'll strike through it. So I know that it's like completed. It's just like very satisfying for me. All right. So will you go shopping in person? No, absolutely oh, not. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> no interest in that. Cause I, I spend so much time researching gifts. Mm. Like, I consider myself to be a very good gift giver. I give really good out of the box gifts. Like you're never going to get a fucking throw blanket for me, you know, like <laughs> unless you want one <laughs> or, or if you do, it's like customized with photos of your life all over it, you know, or something like that. <laughs> right. Like thoughtful. <laughs> yes. Very thoughtful. It's never going to be from TJ Maxx. Um, no shade to TJ Maxx, but so <laughs> I'm so I don't know. I have like a lot of research to do tonight because I'm, I'm kind of behind the ball and I'm a little bit stressed about it. All right. Well, it, we'll probably get there in time. So don't stress too much. You have a couple weeks. Well, what I like to do is have it shipped here and then I make like a nice gift box. I wrap everything and then I ship it to my it parents. Out. And so I could just ship it to them. I might end up doing that with some things, but I typically like to like make it nice and I love to wrap gifts and I get nice wrapping paper. Like I, I just love like that whole the process yeah the process yeah i Mm -hmm. just love that process i really i love wrapping gifts gifts too i love it it's so satisfying Mm -hmm. yeah my mom used to have me do it for all my cousins and stuff like all the auxiliary gifts she'd be like sure wrap them take this task off me and i you know sit there watching tv and just making the corners perfect and symmetrical it's just oh it's just again so satisfying for me yeah i my dad (laughs) used to like throw me in the basement and be like these are all the gifts, and he'd have like a sign, be like, "These are for mom, Anna, Trey, whatever." And I same, oh, the rapper. I love it. Yes, I love it. Um, okay, this is a random topic, but it's something I've been thinking about a lot lately. Can you believe that people use maps to just get around? I think about this a lot. Because like this might I be a Roman understand. Empire. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand. Mm-mm. I how I can't wrap I can't even wrap my head around it I can't even wrap my head around looking at a physical map and like following it yeah it, like for large road trips and for like yeah. I was thinking so my grandmother lives up in West Palm so it's about a 40 minute drive like if she didn't have a GPS like how the fuck would she find my house right and like how can you even find something like that on a map like, yeah, they tell you the address and then you're like, but, but where? Yeah. Like, how could you pinpoint that? I don't. Well, and what if it's a new road? Like how often do maps come out? And like back in like the 1800s and stuff, like was a map coming out like every year? Like who was responsible for and that? Also, like, like what how if the were they even down? making maps back then when they couldn't even have like an aerial view of what it looked like? Oh shit. Yeah. How did like, they do I that? Think a lot about like Christopher Columbus and like sailing and making maps and like how how were they so close to like what things look like how the fuck could they possibly have have drawn that just based on like traveling and being there i don't understand right and like just like if you're like okay like let's say you're imagine yourself you're in a boat in the ocean you're looking at a coast you don't know what the shape really looks like 
Right. Or like you know, how and you're big only it seeing really a few is. Miles. Yeah. You're only seeing a few miles. Like you're mm-hmm. not like getting the scope. You're absolutely right. Like there's no scope. There's no. <laughs> like it doesn't like, make how... sense to me. I don't. I'm like, it can't be real. <laughs> it just can't be. <laughs> can't be real. And no. the, the craziest thing is like that the world map that we know is not the world map. Like things yeah. are not where they actually are because mm-hmm. it had to fit on a sphere. And so like the countries are much further or closer apart than what we believe them to be it's like objects and mirror are closer than they appear <laughs> it's like the yes, same it's thing it's very bananas yes yeah. it's like very i don't know have you seen those where like if a they they flatten it out and like yeah. what a correct map looks like it's so different mm-hmm. it's wild it's wild so before this episode i was looking up um <laughs> olden time maps of um lebanon new hampshire oh wow and, what'd you find because i so it's really cool. They did so like let's say like they had like Main Street. They did little dots and they wrote people's names so that I guess you would know the houses and who lives there. Like in the yellow pages when they had everyone's phone book, like I mean everyone's name and phone number listed, it was like that but on the map like Yeah, and like in, in 1869 or whatever I was looking at, like that's how it was. Like and like I was looking at um uh when you cross over the bridge from White River to West Lebanon. Mm-hmm. It was like kind of that little corner, and like um, they said, like Lebanon Creamery, where um, like the auto glass places, or like where State Line Sports is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's State like Line Sports the cre- and the auto glass are like in the same little. That's lot. where like the creamery was, and then like I was following up the hill, like to where like around like Sydney lives, and like they were like naming all these names, and like you know I'm like thinking I was looking for last names that we may have went to high school with because I know some of the people we went to high school with have been around that area for so long, like most of them, yeah. And so I just was like, this is just so fascinating. Like this is like I don't know, this is a little like exposing. Like you just people just know where you live. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> wild. Like names, so wild. <laughs> and um i guess like if there were like two households like let's say like uh a child married and then like moved to the same property they have like an adjoining line so that people would know that the houses are connected like a family tree Mm -hmm. wow that's really interesting it was really cool i was like wow maybe this is something that we would be interested in cartography or whatever it's called yeah probably <laughs> maybe i'll start making maps <laughs> i don't want to make them i just want to know them more because you know, <laughs> understand like all them the, better yeah like all the lines and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and i don't know i feel like they're a real art <laughs> definitely even when you can see like where there's a mountain range and things like that it's like what yeah i know and like where's the key how's like how you know i need like mm-hmm. i need a, a a guide to understand this yeah like how like how long is this distance give me a key and show me like what an inch is Um, it's a mile (laughs) love it love the key and now on google maps like you can look up anything and you can zoom in and like just see it i love it google earth is one of my favorite things to play with like i'll just type in addresses and i'll just be like walking along the road just to see what's going on do you ever see people i mean i see this on tiktok it's probably on instagram too but people who find creepy shit like on google earth oh yes i love that me too like first of all how did you know where to look how did you just decide right, just perusing google maps just for funsies and everywhere like how many times did you right. or how long did you have to peruse for before you found what you found 
are you focusing in like weird areas like Chernobyl or something like that? Like, do you know, like there's like, if something like weird happened in a town, you go and focus on it. So then you try to like pinpoint it. Right. Like I have some questions, you know? Yeah. Like abandoned buildings and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, have you ever heard of the game called GeoGuessr? I think it's called. Mm-mm. You've probably seen people on TikTok play it too. It's like where um, it's a game and it's free and you can also like have like a, a subscription to it. It's like on like, your phone? I think I've done it on the computer. I guess oh. it might be on the phone. Um, but it's like where you guess, you try to guess where you are based on like a road. And so you like are clicking through like almost like Google earth and you're like going down roads or you're in the jungle or you're like by the ocean. And like, you try to guess where you are in the world based on like context clues. And it's very, very fun. And like the closer you are to where it is, you, um, you get more points. And there is like this guy on Instagram. I don't know his name. I'm sure people have seen him too. He can literally guess he, he just knows where you are, like, based on dirt or by, like, grass. He Whoa. is unbelievable. Yeah. I think the FBI is going to hire him one day because he is so good at this game. It's bananas. They should they should have already hired him. I that's wouldn't be surprised if they – That's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, do you think like, that's because he plays a lot or because he spends a lot of time, like, re- learning about this stuff? I don't – how do you even both, get there? No, he – he has to be like gifted in some way because mm-hmm. like he knows like if you show him a photo of a park, like just like even just like the grass, he'll be like, oh, Kentucky bluegrass. And the way that the sun is going, I can tell that this is on the East Coast and it must be around this time. And then he'll start like Googling and then he can like pinpoint. It's crazy. Like to show his breakdown of the way that he gets to his answers is just insane. But his knowledge wow. is also insane. <laughs> yeah, like you have to, you have to be pretty fucking smart. He's a savant to be... in some way. Yes. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. yes. But I just play the game for funsies because it's just really um, it's a great way to kill time. <laughs> yeah, it sounds interesting. It's like a puzzle of sorts, it is. and like it gets you better at um, geography because like you have to pay attention to like what language the signs are in, or if they're in kilometers or um, miles per hour, or like what side of the road people are driving on, and like it's just like kind of things like that where. Um, it's like you stuff know, you don't really tra- necessarily think about. Yeah. And if you've traveled, you're like, oh, okay, maybe I remember, like, I was able to tell, like, some of the architecture. I was in Spain um, in the game. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this looks, like, similar to, like, where I was in Madrid. And it was, like, a town outside of Madrid. And so I, I got, like, a lot of points because I chose it correctly, you know? I bet you felt good about that one. Oh, I did. You feel, <laughs> you feel like, when you get it within, like, a couple thousand, like, mm, like, I don't know, like, 150 miles, you're like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> you wow. <feel> very cool <laughs> yeah i'm accomplished <laughs> that is pretty cool um what yeah. other games do you play um i play sims um i Currently, love sims actively yeah i played on the xbox i really enjoy it <laughs> okay all right <laughs> i don't know why it's very soothing because it's like there's no rush to it Mm-hmm. And so it's just like a good way to just like chill. And like, I can only play for like an hour. You know, I can't, I'm not the person where I can sit for like seven hours and lose myself in a video game. Um, but so I do you're love just like Sims. Building houses? Yeah, building my houses are like the most fun thing. And then right now I've had, I have this family that I like made the guy a young adult. And now he, then he got married and has kids and he died. And now I'm like, his wife is like the matriarch of the house. And then his kid is almost an adult. And so I'm just going to keep going down the line. And I'm like, how many generations can I do of this? Family? That is pretty crazy. Do you ever feel like the Sims are like us? All the time. All the time. Like somewhere like, you're controlling, like, or someone's doing that to us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think about it all the time. Cause I'm like, Oh, I wonder if I know, like, I wonder if I know if I'm ever paused. 
you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes when you just cannot wake up, like there's no amount of coffee in the world. You just feel like you're in a daze. I think I sometimes will think like, am I just paused right now? <laughs> I just yeah. can't. Or in like slow motion, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like something's going on that is out of my control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it definitely feels creepy. And I really try to be nice to them for that point. I always like, you know, some people like really torture their Sims and they like, I don't know, make them live on the edge. I try to keep my Sims very happy. <laughs> right. Cause you're like, could be me. <laughs> could be me. Could be me. <laughs> Trying to have good karma out here. Um, <laughs> And then another video game I play is like the Hogwarts Legacy game that came out this year. I haven't really gotten into it because there's like a lot of loading time and it's a very intense game, but I have played it a little bit and I feel like I should start playing it during the holidays because I'll have what more What does this time. entail? It's like uh, you're a student at Hogwarts and like it's all of Hogwarts. Like there's Hogsmeade that you can go into and you do quests and challenges and you learn spells and you have to go to class and like it's like I'm in the what's the club that they that like harry and them were in it's like i'm in like the fighting club and so like i duel all the time oh it's okay like, yeah. all right <laughs> it's very intense it's like a whole lot <laughs> are you do you have a house like are you mm. gryffindor slytherin i'm slytherin yeah i could see that of course yeah. i am slytherin so i mm-hmm. had to choose slytherin well i yeah. just chose answer i got sorted but i chose answers that would make me go to slytherin oh on purpose so you're calculated <laughs> Okay. Of course. <laughs> Sounds like my dad taking his eye test. He's like, oh, I memorized it before. Like, what? no way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, who does that? It's insane. Oh my God. <laughs> Wait, do you play games? Uh, not really. I'm not like a big, I don't really like screens that much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I just don't, I don't know. I can't, I can't even like really watch TV these days. I just have no wow. interest in being behind a screen, but Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I loved The Sims, and then, like on my phone, I'd play Candy Crush. Not I haven't in in a long time, but I used to be obsessed with it, like mm-hmm. in the thousands of levels. <laughs> <laughs> like, nothing to brag about, but <laughs> I I feel like everyone has like that game like that. I have two dots, yeah. which is like the you know oh, I, like a real... I used to really like two dots too. I I don't even know. I'm on like yeah, two thousand something. It, yeah, I've been it's going just like a time college. killer. Yeah, great on planes. Great when like I'm just like trying to kill ten minutes. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Do you do Wordle? Mm-mm. Do you? No, I I go. I've gone through like a couple phases with it. Like my dad used to play a lot, so we I just get up and do it every morning because I like to beat him at things. Um, <laughs> and I always would. And but yeah, no, I haven't. Not really. That's the one that came out like during COVID, and like everyone was doing it. Yeah, it's like the New York New York Times one. I don't even get it. What do you do? Just guess a word? Yeah, you have I think you have seven chances and you guess yeah, you guess like your first word and then you want to use something with a lot of vowels, so then you can see what's right, what's wrong. Or oh. like it shows you if you have a right letter but it's in the wrong place, and then you just keep going until you get the word. No hints or anything about what it could be. Just Is it hard? Earth, Earth is usually my first word. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it is because I'm just like, sometimes it's a word I've never heard of. And sometimes it's mm-hmm. like way too easy. <laughs> but yeah. Cool. I don't know. I don't know if I would, you have to do it every day. I mean, you don't have to do it anytime, but yeah, you could do it. Sure. It's just, it's not like an app or anything. It's just, you go online and 
Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I see. Got and it. everybody, it's, it's like the an same. Activity. It is. It is. It's like good for morale, I think, too. Like people <laughs> so do. Proud. Yeah. Well, people have like big group chats and then, you know, you send your results and it shows like where you got something right. Not the letters or the word or anything, um, but you can see like how many times it took someone else to get the same answer because it's the same for everybody every day. It's so interesting how they can gamify something and then people just become addicted. Mm-hmm. Man. Crazy. Yeah. Um, um, my brother loves video games. And I remember when we were kids, we went on vacation to Florida once and we didn't see Trey for like a couple days. And, and I don't know why nobody was concerned with that, but we weren't cause it was quiet. And finally my mom went in the basement. We were at the Willie's house. My mom went in the basement and Trey was playing on his Xbox. He packed it in his suitcase and brought it with him. <gasps> oh, <laughs> yeah. He was like 10. <laughs> wow it was pretty amazing kid smart Smart kid kid. yeah and she was so upset and i'm like let him let him be it's quiet (laughs) yeah it's quiet yeah everyone's happy Mm -hmm. like yeah he's real resourceful (laughs) oh my gosh i'm like staring out my window and i'm like watching my neighbors and everything it's not something i normally do it's very interesting see anything good dog just pooped on my lawn but he's cleaning it up that's nice. I didn't, you know, it's weird. You just assume like no one poops on your lawn. <laughs> right. You don't even, <laughs> if you didn't see that, you would have never known. I literally, I like, I always wonder, I'm like, oh, maybe dogs pee, but like they would never poop. They poop. Nope. <laughs> they poop. <laughs> they poop. Live in action. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, all right. Should we talk about my hair? Let's talk about <laughs> it. Yeah. I was going to bring it up. I was like about to mention it and I thought, eh, better not. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to let you do this one. No, you can lead the conversation. (laughs) Okay. So last we spoke, Katie was trying to find a hairstylist and she did find one that she felt comfortable with. She color matched her hair and she thought that she was going to get what she wanted and it just didn't work out that way. Her hair is much darker. She's not feeling so good about it. I think you look Mm -hmm. great, but it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It's about how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All of those so, things are true. All right. So talk us through your emotions because I know you liked it when you left the salon. I did. I liked it because I don't think it looks bad. I just don't think it looks good, like great. I think it looks fine. And I was optimistic when I first got it and there was – it did show a lot of dimension. Like a lot of the blonde was popping through and so I was like, okay, you know, and she really made it seem like it was going to wash out pretty easily. And so I was like, okay, if, even if this is too dark, I'll like wash it and I should see some difference. Um, Boyd was very shocked. He was just like, oh my gosh, this is really different than like what I thought you were going in for and I was kind of like me too. Um And now I've been living with it for almost a week and I just, I don't know, it really, it makes me sad, honestly. And I have anxiety around it because I don't know. I just, it sounds so dramatic, but it just like, it's my appearance and I don't like it and I don't want to look at myself and that makes me sad to feel that way about myself right now. So do you think, was it like the next day or that night that you were like, I don't like this? I think like um or is it like a day after like boyd's reaction and then just like kind of that settling and that and like then i was like looking at the inspiration photos i showed her and i just was like this is very inaccurate this is just not what i it's far off 
very far off. I said blonde. I said blonde on the podcast. I told her blonde. Like, in no way did I want to go black. And I even showed her when I had my hair accidentally dyed black. And I said, do not do this. Unfortunately, I feel like I'm back in that boat. And it just feels so bad. <laughs> Honestly, it, I hate it. Um, and then I'm, like, really worried about how, A, if I have to strip my hair, is that going to ruin it? And because then, you because you want to change it, yeah, I do. I, I I'm gonna try to wash it again tomorrow, and I'm really gonna like double wash it, maybe even triple wash it, and just see if that makes a difference and like lightens it up a little bit. I did see some come out last time I shampooed my hair, um, but yeah, like this just sucks. Honestly, it just sucks. Yeah. So, tell us more about how you're feeling. Because I think it's a really relatable thing to get your hair done and then be like distraught over it and be like, "What the I just, fuck?" Because it yeah, feels I don't if, know, like like you just said it. You were like, "I know this is dramatic. It is, but it's not." Like th- I think this is like a universal experience of getting your hair done and not liking it and being really upset. Yeah, I just like I've I try to take such good care of my hair and like the whole reason of why I was dyeing it blonde was that I could highlight it less so that I can have long and healthy hair and I feel like what she just did was like almost reverse me and I'm like really scared that like I'm gonna have to chop off all my hair and I'm gonna have to take two years to regrow it when I'm just like falling in love with the length or um I'm scared that it's black permanently and I'm really gonna have to do some damage to highlight the fuck out of it you know like I'm just I'm scared of what the aftermath is going to be because I just am like, this is not what I wanted. And I'm scared. I'm scared that the black is going to stay. Like, honestly, that's what I'm scared of. (laughs) Okay. Well, I know this isn't helpful, but it's not going to (laughs) stay. It's not going to stay. You're going to, you know, it's, this isn't going to like ruin your hair. I wouldn't think. Um, but I think that's like a normal fear to have. Like when you, when you know you have to do it again. Yeah. And like, I don't know, like, do I go back to her and do I give her a second chance? And do Did I like, you, have you to talked her? to her? Like, have you messaged Mm-mm. her or anything? No. Cause I was like, you know, I got it done on, done on Monday. It hasn't been a week yet. I was busy this week. Like, I don't know, like when's the appropriate time frame to like complain to your hairstylist about how your hair color turned out. I'd probably call on Monday. Yeah. I would call That's- and not write. I would, you know, or you, you could and send pictures, I guess. Um, but just saying like, I'm really not, I'm not happy with this. It doesn't look what we discussed. It's not what I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like doubting myself. I'm like, Oh, did I like, was I not clear? Did I like tell her something incorrectly? Like, I know it's like, it makes you feel like question your sanity. Cause you're like, is this, was I wrong or is she wrong? Like who's wrong here? You know? Like, yeah, I don't believe the client is always right. So like, (laughs) you know, Maybe I'm not right, right but I, I want to believe that I didn't tell her this because, like, I don't think I told her this. Like, the picture that you showed was, like, a ombre almost. Yeah, yeah. Balayage, like, Light still at the blonde in the end. Like, and that's what I expected. I really expected, like, blonde in the end. I did not expect it to be, like, almost one universal color. And I know she did use different toners, but, like, I don't know if they just all took really well. Like, I don't know enough about the hair science, but like. Yeah, or like if it bled or something after. Yeah, but this is just not it. And I don't know. I think I've been having some like big feelings about it. And like, I just haven't been processing them because thinking about it gives me anxiety. (laughs) 
And I think it's just more about like the future because I just like, I don't want this to like be a setback specifically in growing out my hair. Um, <laughs> man, I'm dramatic, but like, I don't know. I really, I'm just like, I'm just like really upset about it. Like I'm really, it's like, I'm yeah. very upset about it. <laughs> You're allowed to be upset. It's okay. To, I'm trying to stay positive and I'm trying to like tell myself that it's okay. And like that I look fine, but I'm just like, I don't think I look good. <laughs> Maybe my eyes pop, but I don't think I look good. Yeah, like I think you look good. But like I saw I was telling you this earlier, but I saw a group picture of you from I don't know, a couple days ago and I was I thought yeah. that it looked great, but it doesn't like it doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. It's how you feel and how you feel about how you look. Which Yeah, I don't know. Is it's hard. just like Yeah, I don't know. It's also hard because it looks so different in different light. Like I don't know. It's very hard. I don't know. It's very yeah. hard to judge. And like the day that you got it done, the pictures that you sent, it looked good. Like it looked lighter at the bottom. It was definitely dark, but it looked lighter at the bottom. And, and like there, I just, when you just held your ponytail, like it's all dark. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's just dark. I don't know. I'm just hoping it washes out really fast and that it's blonde underneath and I can just go back to normal. I'm really hoping that. Yeah. I don't know how, like every time I've toned my hair when it was blonde, it hasn't been like, we don't tone it dark. It's just like a, whatever shade of blonde. You know what I mean? Like I've never really yeah. seen that. Yeah. I've done like purple and blue toners where, you know, and I wanted that. And so it would stay kind of gray or purpley for like as long as I didn't wash it. But the more I washed it, the more it would come out. And so I know my hair obviously would just go back to like whatever blonde is and then they would you know my hairdresser would always say if you want to go back you, you can just come in for a toner to get us back to icy so you don't have to do highlights again you know like I know it was always an option and so I'm just hoping really hoping that I am gonna wash all this out my hair is gonna be fine I'm gonna purple shampoo it it's gonna be nice and blonde and then I'm gonna maybe go to a different hairstylist um the inspiration photo I showed her is actually a girl that I had just seen like the night before around where i live and so i know that i can go to the to the source which is good that stylist <laughs> yes right yes, that specific stylist and say mm -hmm. like, replicate see what you just did a couple weeks ago do it again that's exactly <laughs> what i want copy and paste that's what right. i need yeah <laughs> please so yeah i don't know it's just and then i like i i feel silly having these feelings because like there's real problems in the world and like my appearance shouldn't matter that much to me, I guess. Or at least I have like guilt feelings around that. But like, I don't know. This is really kind of like fucked me up a little bit mentally for the past couple of days. Yeah, I could tell. When we got on the call today, you were like, I'm not doing good. <laughs> like, oh, what's going on? But it is yeah, crazy like, how a change to your appearance that you don't feel good about really does mess with like your mental. Well, and like what I talked about last time is like how nervous I was for it and like mm -hmm. how trepidatious and how much time and effort I tried to like plan it. And like, it's just like one of those, like, um, you know, like the saying, like, I don't know, like tell the universe your plans and like, it'll laugh at you or whatever. Like mm -hmm. that's, it just was like, I don't know. I don't know if this is like a lesson. Maybe it's that, like I go too deep and like the universe is like, you need to lighten up. Like maybe that's what it is. Like, I don't know. <laughs> could be, could be. Yeah. Loosen the reins a little bit. Yeah, I guess. But like, I don't know. Who else would I have gone to then? You know? like. <laughs> yeah. True. I don't know. Mm, hard.
It's well, not sorry. as bad as a haircut, though. That's like one thing I can say. It's not as bad as a bad haircut. Right. Because a bad haircut's like, there's not a lot of fixing that unless you want to go way shorter. Yeah, no. Then you're like really screwed. At least mm-hmm. like, like I will get a wig. Like that, if that <laughs> is where we need to go, like I will get a wig. You're going to get a wig. Yeah. And what is your wig going <laughs> to Is your wig going to be bronzed? Yeah, it's going to be the fucking exact <laughs> color that I want. I'm never going to have roots. It's never going to grow out. And it's going to be perfect all the okay. fucking time. <laughs> okay. I'll help you install it. <laughs> yeah. You, you, have to, you have to help me. You have to come with me. I will. <laughs> Wait, talking about wigs. Have you seen on Instagram um, the toupee queen? No. So, like, I guess, I guess, like, good toupees are really a thing now. Like okay. really good toupees. And so there's videos of her putting on these like full caps almost of like men. a bald cap? No, like the... a toupee. Like it looks almost it's like a it, you know, she'll kind of if they have like a hairline, let's say it's like two inches above their ears, but it's like all then bald on the top. It's like this like flap of hair that's like kind of in a scalp shape and she just like slaps it on there and i think it's like permanent like semi-permanent you it stays on for a while and you know she glues the shit out of it and then she fades their hair so it looks like it's part of it and then she does like an actual like cut like like you would how they would style their hair and it looks so good like it look they look amazing like that's pretty cool it's so cool. I think it's amazing. And I'm like, the confidence that these people, men, whoever, must get from having, like, great hair all the time. Yeah, it's got to be hard to go bald. Especially young. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. So I wonder what it's like wearing something like that for, like, a couple weeks or whatever. Does your head get sweaty? Do you yes. wash the hair? Does that wash Probably. your scalp? No. So that just stays sweaty underneath. Probably. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Again, does your scalp sweat that much? If I work out or something. Yeah. Then yeah, yes. Same. Yes, but not on a regular basis for, for me. <laughs> no, not if I'm just, but if I'm like if in the summertime, if it's really hot out or even mm-hmm. I've been known to straighten my hair and then go out to the club and I come home and it's like curly because yes. I was sweating. <laughs> Ew, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it does, it definitely does sweat, actually. Oh my gosh, yeah. Everyone is like frizzy. Yes, the mm-hmm. worst. Where it starts um, to curl like right by your head, and you're like, oh man. Yeah, or like it's like that one stubborn patch in the back that like always just wants to retain its curl, and mm-hmm. then it will just wait, you know, and you're just like, mm. you fucker. Um, I was looking at some photos of me back in Dubai four years ago and I had such a good outfit on and then my hair was so bad and I just was like kicking myself. I was like, damn bitch. Like, what did it look like? Dubai. I had like a, it was when I had short hair and it was like in a little ponytail and it was all frizzy and I just was like, oh God, like you were in Dubai and you chose that. You didn't even try to do something good for your hair. Like you didn't even put effort it. in. Yeah. Like fuck you. So <laughs> I guess I have to go back to Dubai and take, better photos try again yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) that's a good reason to go (laughs) yeah do i was cool i want to go back again i want to experience more of it because i was there for work so i was like you know i didn't get to like go vacation but um very interesting city when you travel for work like that i know obviously you're doing events and you were doing events and stuff but did you get any time to explore a little bit yeah so if 
it was like a really far trip with um a big time change i usually would do like a day on the front end and the end and then a day on the back end just just make sure that i could um on the front end so that i could adjust to the time change and i could be fresh and ready and then on the back end i would do it for fun and for vacation right so like on the front end you're not just you don't have to just get there and like hit the ground running you can ease in almost and then on the end it's like i'm complete let me have a little me time yeah funsies and like Mm -hmm. you know we would go usually like not the night before the event but like let's say if the event was on a thursday and we would get there like monday or tuesday then we would go out and like maybe go clubbing like tuesday night with like our client because we were very good friends with him wednesday night would be like low-key thursday event day you know i sometimes i'm on site at 4 a.m in the morning to start with load in you know like load in Mm -hmm. starts so much so far before the event so thursday is like a complete wash um and then you know like friday i would we would go do things and then party and then fly out saturday okay fun week it was was, it's really yeah if you can if you have a cool company that you get to travel with that like lets you have that that extra time and you have to pay for it yourself of course but you know right it's just amazing it's an experience because how else are you gonna get there yeah and yeah it's just so and like your flights paid for your hotels paid for all you have to pay for is food and like activities like that's ideal (laughs) yeah sign me up wait so yeah oh no no go ahead i was gonna say the first time i I traveled after like just on personal like not having a company credit card i was just like despondent i was like what the fuck is this (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean this is my money (laughs) (laughs) my own card (laughs) um Uh, what were you gonna say (laughs) oh i was gonna ask you so like i know that you went to art basil this week how was that oh yeah it was really good it um it is very hectic it is like just so many people the traffic is so bad and miami is just not it was just not built for the amount of people that live there and spend time there and so um i didn't stay over boyd you guys came over yeah just because of bennett and stuff like that um and we got we had to leave the the house uh at like 10 and we didn't get home until 10 so we were Mm. going for a long time um so miami is just very congested and then like just basil on top of it just adds to it so like unless you're walking it's very very difficult to get around miami is like very spread out it is not a walking city which um i think is like a major issue and i'm surprised that they haven't tried to like fix that because Mm. it would alleviate a lot of problems but that's neither here nor there. Um, the crowd <laughs> was very interesting. Like, I'm kind of mad Boyd didn't tell me that I could wear anything and get away with it because I would have really, like, put a dope-ass outfit together. He told me just to go casual, and so I wore something very basic, and I was, like, looking at all these fantastic outfits, so many bright colors, interesting shapes, crazy shoes, like, just really artistic and eclectic styles and i was like man i really missed out on an opportunity like i could have really done something cool here Hmm. so was Mm -hmm. that like the best part of it you think seeing all the like outfits and all that all the people or yeah people watching was so good and then i went to um this interior design show so it was like a the the like big tent with all these booths of interior design companies and I guess artists too and that was so cool like that's where a lot of the photos I posted are from like the huge um, lighting fixtures and really crazy tables and it was just very whimsical and so many textures and colors and just pushing the boundaries and it's just 
I love that. Like I just yeah. love interior design so much and it's just, ugh. did you feel inspired after? Yeah, I did. I was like, some of it, I was kind of surprised to see, like there was like still like a lot of like boucle and like soft Teddy furniture, which mm -hmm. has been in for a while now. And so I was really surprised to see so much of that still, I was expecting that to kind of go out in 2024. Right. Um, but I'm seeing a lot of like, you know, mid-century modern, I think is really making not necessarily a resurgence, but it's still surging. Um, a lot of wood, a lot of wood. Like that's, I think we're going back to natural substances, you know, mm -hmm. like away from acrylics and stark whites and stuff like that. And then a lot of like really soft textures. Like I see a lot of people playing with fabrics and stuff like that, which is really cool. I like that. It's fun to, it's fun to see all of that because it's always stuff that you would never think to put together yourself. And then you see it and you're like, wow, you could really do anything you want. Yeah. And just, oh my gosh, just some, like people are just so creative. Like I just, yeah, I wish I had that in me. I wish I had more create creative spark, but like people just impress me so much. <laughs> I know creativity is, is like such a beautiful thing. And to, mm -hmm. to hear how people come up with their ideas too always intrigues me because it's like, you just pull that out of your ass. Like, I don't understand a lot of the yeah, time. Like, how did you get there? Yeah. yeah. Like, how did you One know that that would like look good? How did you know how to trust yourself in what would look good? Yeah. I always wonder for artists, like, do they have the image inside of their head or is it just like something that just needs to come out? Like, it's just right. like in their body, I guess, instead of their head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, no, maybe there's not like a vision so much as there is a feeling, a feeling or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the coolest things I saw was, um, a couch and like a chair with speaker set in it. And it was all like music with different vibrational vibrations, mm. um, for healing. And so it wasn't like they've, I think it was like one of one, but they were saying that ideally they want to go into like, um, health centers and spas and stuff like that because they you know they're like really behind this whole like music as healing thing and so that was really cool to experience yeah, like the frequencies and, and, and whatnot yeah it was very cool that is really cool mm -hmm. kind of made me think of you i was like i could totally see jenny having one of these yeah i love that i did last week i did like the sound bath yoga thing and that was so amazing because that's all it is is you're like laying on the ground and you're feeling the vibrations and like the frequency of the music, which is all just energy. And it is, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. Did it like evoke anything out of you? Yes. So I will say I've done a lot of like somatic therapy. So, you know, we store a lot of our trauma in our body, most of it, like in our hips mm -hmm. and things like that. So I've done a lot of that therapy and release and, and things like that. So I think if I hadn't done any of that, this class would have been crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been crazy for me, but because I had, I don't think it was like so emotional. Um, cause mm -hmm. I've already, I've been here. Right. But yeah, it was, it was pretty amazing there. I definitely had like some profound moments because you're just, you start to like re when your body releases things, you have these like memories that come up that are, you didn't even know existed and feelings and things like that. So I did have a few moments where I was like, Oh, like I felt, I felt like I solved some things, I guess, mm. um, while I was in mm -hmm. there, but everyone else was crying. Like the whole, I think there was probably 
15 people in the class and everyone was crying. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's cool to be around people who are being vulnerable and having all those feelings too, because it's like, wow, that's beautiful. I was just about to say that. That's what I was thinking of. I was like, oh, I don't know. I feel like you might think you would feel uncomfortable with like around 15 people crying, but after going through all that, you probably don't. You're probably like very understanding of right. why they're crying. Yeah. Like it's a beautiful process and just understanding that like I've experienced that. I know what that feels like to, you know, stretch a certain way for a certain amount of time. And then all of a sudden you're like sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And like releasing some of these emotions that you didn't even know you were holding on to or hiding or whatever, storing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like just, I love getting to the root cause of things. Like I just really love processing and figuring out why, maybe not healing it, but like understanding why something triggers me or why I do something or, you know, like what, what is the cause of whatever behavior I'm thinking of working on or whatever, because I think it just, I can empathize with myself more because I'm like, okay, I understand where you're coming from. We may not love the reaction or the way that we're doing this, but I can understand why and how, and I can feel sorry for you or we can work together on this, you know? Right. Right. Um, I, I don't always love to know the cause. <laughs> like, mm. like I sometimes I'm just like, I don't need to know. I'd like to know what the trigger is and you know, like what sent me down this hole and then work on that reaction or like, you know, what have you. But, um, I know what you mean. Like it is nice, especially for you. I feel like you're quite analytical on some things. Like you need to know all the information. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Like my first instinct is always to ask why, like, that's like the first question that always comes, you know, like if there's like a new project, I'm like, why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. Not in a bad way, but it's like truthfully, like what is the purpose of this? Right. (laughs) You just need all, you need to know. All the, all the yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, I don't know, it just makes me able to like lead with kindness with myself. Whereas like, I always am very tough on myself and I'm kind of like, just power through, like get through it. Like you're bigger than this. You're stronger than this. Like, come on, like do it. And so I think when I understand, I can just be kinder. Like you can humanize yourself a little bit. Mm-hmm, Cause I yeah. think I don't like, I, I don't think I'm a human, you know, like I don't, I don't know. It's so weird, but I don't, I, yeah, I don't human, humanize myself at all. Right. Well, cause you're so close to yourself that it's easier to just not, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is an mm. odd thing because you'd think, you know, you're the one in your head. You're the one that knows what's going on, but then it's like, but not really. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was thinking about this other day. Like if we had ever had like a neurosurgeon or someone on our podcast, one of the questions I would ask would be, are you ever weirded out that like your brain is studying the brain and learning new information about itself? It's like AI. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, are you ever worried that like your brain is going to overtake you? But I guess you are your brain. But like, you know what I mean? Like, doesn't it feel like that's like a slippery slope? Like what if your brain learns too much? Like, right. Yeah, Does that's... that sound like too crazy? No, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> but... And then I was like, because, you know, I think like but the you have brain to learn, is the like, muscle. Yeah. I mean, you can but, control like, your thoughts. You can control your thoughts. It's really hard to do. Well, some people can't. Some people can't. Well, because they need to work on that. I know. More, yeah. Or situational. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you control. And it's crazy to say that because it doesn't feel like that when you're not, no, when you, you haven't practiced do it. It doesn't feel like you can control your thoughts, but you really can. Just it takes a lot of work. 
Yeah, or like remember like when we talked about like the like the random lies that'll just come out and you're just like who who yeah. is she? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like is that the brain? Is that your brain like I overpowering think, you for a minute? <laughs> I don't know. Like I I know that when I was doing things like that, I was like dissociated from life. Like I would spend most of my time daydreaming and things like that. So I wasn't really in tune with my own thoughts and I was just letting myself my brain do whatever it wanted. I had no control because mm. I wasn't trying to and didn't even know that that was a possibility. Sure. Okay. So like, I don't really, I don't do that. I don't do that really anymore. I don't have like outbursts where I'm like, who was that? Like I, (laughs) I have my own thoughts and I know where they're coming from, you know? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Cause I was thinking, I was like, okay, like, like, is your soul in your brain? Is your soul in your heart? Like, where does your soul, like, is your soul in all of you, you know, like, and is like the brain just the muscle and then like the soul is somewhere i don't know like the somewhere higher power you. of like empathy and stuff like that you know like mm-hmm. i don't know it's just i don't know i feel like i got very like existential with it and i just was like brain studying a brain how weird must that be <laughs> right like that really does feel like ai like ai is always like when you talk to some to ai to artificial intelligence it's learning from what you're feeding it Mm-hmm. and yeah. it's growing and things like that and that's freaky creepy mm-hmm. i saw a video of um like an ai robot one of those very very lifelike ones that like have a real face and everything like looking at herself in the mirror for the first time i and saw that too and she was like freaked out yeah and just all her facial expressions mm-hmm. and i just was like we're gonna die like we're <laughs> we're gonna die yeah it's pretty crazy because <laughs> like what the fuck do i how do i overpower that water like honestly meditation you meditate no i mean like if it's no no, no, i mean if it's like coming at me oh how do i like you mean a robot yeah that's what i mean not my brain the robot how do i overpower i've never i'm never get to that point no i know that situation to arise but like do i just like stand in the middle of my pool is like that the way to maybe beat it but then what if it has a gun but also what if it jumps in the pool and like electrocutes you Mm. you know then that's my day <laughs> that's it you you came you saw you I were sent home yeah. <laughs> you're sent back up <laughs> respawn <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah think about that how do i overpower a robot <laughs> i do not think about that <laughs> okay. you have some thoughts Oh my God. Think about it all the time. Is it stressful in your head? Oh yeah. It's chaos. Yeah. It's just f- fucking chaos. <laughs> it's like existential doom. Uh, <laughs> not all the time, but I can slip into it very easily. Okay. Like Here I can there. definitely think of like, yeah, like I, I just, cause I just, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like we said, shit's not lit. Like shit's just been going downhill lately. And I yeah. just, I don't know. Doesn't feel good. (laughs) Doesn't feel promising. (laughs) All right. Yep. What do you plan for this week? (laughs) Um, What do I have planned? Mm, I don't, not much. The usual stuff, I think. Yeah. Um, Christmas shopping. Yeah, I got to do some Christmas shopping. I will probably cold plunge this week a few times i mean probably every day 
yeah, oh, cook cook. I wanted to tell you this. So yesterday I needed to change the water in my tub and without even thinking about it, I just dumped it. And then, but it's also cold here. It's like, it was like 25 degrees or something. So I dumped the water and it was mostly ice mixed with it, but I went to turn the hose on and it was frozen. It like sprayed from the spigot because it couldn't go down the hose, sprayed me right in the face. And I was like, well, that's, that's cool. So I had to bring the hose inside to thaw it out. I brought it into the basement because we have radiant heating down there and had to thaw that out. And it was pretty wild what came out of the hose. It was just hose shaped ice, but it was so much ice. Like the whole hose length (laughs) is how it felt. Oh my I thought you were going to tell me it was like mold. No, no, no. It was it was just water, but it was pretty wild. And I'm like, I don't know what I was expecting. I thought that it was just going to melt and water was going to come out, but it melted <laughs> and it was all ice still. Um, um, I also thought you were going to tell me that you made like a skating rink from all the water in your backyard <laughs> and like, it's just like straight ice. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. I don't think I should be ice skating. I think if I took one fall on my knee, it'd be over. Yeah, no. You <laughs> only safe activities for you. I know. Padding, <laughs> two feet on the ground, <laughs> no skates. <laughs> uh, but so then I got the hose thawed out, mm. and by the time I brought it back out, the spigot had like frozen a little bit. So then it, the water was just coming out so slow. It took like two and a half hours to fill the tub because it was just not flowing. Wow. It was worth it, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely worth it. It was worth it. It was Um, worth it, but it was a lot of work. Like, this is crazy. (laughs) How often do you have to change it? Um, I change it like every two days. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Two or three. Yeah. I I need to get like a fish, like an aquarium filter or something just so I don't have to do that. But I just haven't. I don't know why. I like the process of it, but it feels wasteful. If you made it like salt water, would you have to um, change it as much? I don't know. I know you, there are chemicals I could put in there, but yeah, no. I'm like scared I'm of anything. Of yeah, because like you know, salt water pools like that's all it is—a salt and a filter. Yeah, so maybe if I did that, I don't know. I need to do a little more uh, research on it. Okay, you should you should look up a, a sponge filter. A sponge filter. Your, okay. Yeah, as an aquarium filter. All right. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, because especially like it's going to get colder Mm -hmm. and this is going to continue to be a problem. I can't be thawing out the hose every day. No. Yeah. That's why I'm kind of surprised you have to change it that much. I think converting it to salt would probably fix that problem. Hmm. Probably be good for my skin too. Yeah. 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 Hmm. All right. Um, One last note. My parents are fostering a dog. Uh, in the upper valley he is very sweet and he is for up for adoption he does not have a name because he came with nugget and that is not a good name so if anyone in the upper valley no it's not it's terrible what kind of dog Um, is he uh i don't know he's been severely abused he weighs 30 pounds right now but he should probably weigh 60 he has been severely abused okay um like uh, you would be feeling you, you would be very rewarded if you adopted this dog because he just, he, he needs, needs health. health, but he is, um, my, my parents say he is trained. He's house trained. He knows sit, he knows stay, he knows paw. He definitely had someone give him love at one point. Um, but he was found in St. Johnsbury, Vermont in a drug house. And That's he, sad. um, it's very, very sad. It is horrible to see what people did to him. Um, 
but he is on the road to recovery. And so I just wanted to shout that out in case anyone in the Upper Valley is looking for a very sweet puppy dog who needs some love. Um, and so, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. All right. Yeah. I'll, I'll spread uh, that news too. Okay. Yeah. I His name right now is like Buddy, Owen Buddy. My mom really is, I'm like, the Buddy is not good either. You just need to name him a name. Like, yeah. Give him a name. <laughs> Any name. <laughs> like, I feel like every dog that if I don't know their name, I call them Buddy. I'm like, hi, Buddy. <laughs> Oh, and I said, like, he can be, Buddy can be his nickname, but he needs a real ass name. Yeah. Like, he needs an identity. (laughs) Yeah. Poor dog. Anyway. Okay. Well, we hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you later. (laughs) Ciao for now. That's another episode of Gabby Girls. Thank you for listening. Make sure to comment, rate, review, and subscribe. Let us know what you think of us and the topics we talk about. We're not for everyone and that's okay. Bye, Jen. Love ya. Bye, Kate. Love you more.